following is a paid program on 630 WLAP. This is the Tom Dupree Show on News Radio 630 WLAP and WLAP.com. Welcome to the camp. I guess you all know why we're here. My name is Tommy, and I became aware this year. If you want to follow me, you've got to play pinball. Your earplugs, put on your eye shades, you know where to put the cork. Welcome to the Tom Dupree Show. And uh, that, of course, is the Eagles. And our board man here, Bo, went to their concert this week and said it was one of the best he's seen. Give us a little update on how the Eagles concert went. Uh, Bo Robertson. Well, what, what I told you uh, when I walked in was it's easily in my top five, maybe top three concerts of all time. Um, as far as the sound, the production, uh, the set list, uh, Joe Walsh is one of my favorites. Um, it, it was fantastic. And there's only two other concerts that I could put over top that as far as production and, and what what they did with the video boards and everything. And that's uh, Kiss and the Rolling Stones. Yeah. And I can't, I've been replaying this concert in my head all week. And I honestly don't know what's been bigger for me this week. Seeing the Eagles or meeting Tubby yesterday at Keeneland. Yeah, to get your bottle signed. Yeah. So, I mean, I I can't say enough about Don Henley and company. And uh, Vince Gill was fantastic. Yeah, that's great. He he was great. And uh, Glenn Fry's son, Deacon Fry, was with him. And, um, man, you talk about some pressure on that kid. And he was flawless. On the guitar, right? On Tuesday night, yeah. Vocals, guitar, fantastic. Huh. So Henley Henley was singing like he was thirty years old. I don't I don't know how he was doing it. That's great. Yeah, and, and Joe Walsh again stole the show from him. <laughs> yeah. So it, it was it, you know, and when you can see these guys, these old rock and rollers, 
and how good they are at the age that they are. Yeah. It's a blessing. Yeah, it really is. And, and what I tell people is that, and you and I have had this conversation too, I think guys like the Eagles, guys like the Stones, maybe Eric Clapton, they're made for this. Yeah. Somehow, I can't explain it, they're conditioned yep. for this. And, they can and the longevity it. proves it. Yeah. And there's a reason why people continue to see them, and there's a reason why they are still relevant 30, 40 50 years later. It's a, it is amazing. They were my first concert. I think I saw them uh, early 90s. It was the on the Hell Freezes Over tour. And uh, that was that was the first concert I ever went to. Was it really? Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah, it was <laughs> to go to. it was amazing. It was I I I think I, I think I made somebody mad uh, in front of me because I kept yelling out Joe Walsh songs just <laughs> as a joke and I'd say play fuck 49 and Man, who are you here to see? The Eagles or Joe Walsh? Well, both, sir. And sure enough, Joe played Funk 49, and I was happy. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, he, he did Life's Been Good, Funk 49. Um, what else? Obviously, they did it in the city because that was an Eagles song. And uh, uh, Rocky Mountain Way, which was awesome. I wish he'd do Turn to Stone more. I said that the other day. I told somebody, I said, Love man, I said, if he did Turn to Stone, I'm walking out after that. that that's <laughs> the end for me. It couldn't get any better. No, it couldn't. Well, good to hear it. Thank you. Our uh, Bible verse for the day uh, is, is from Proverbs. Uh, this is chapter 1, verse 8. My son, hear the instruction of thy father, and forsake not the law of thy mother. For they shall be an ornament of grace unto thy head, and chains about thy neck. My son, if sinners entice thee, consent thou not. If they say, come with us, let us lay wait for blood, let us lurk privily for the innocent without cause uh basically don't do it <laughs> it goes on a long ways but the proverbs are really good and i like to uh read them from time to time the the proverbs of, of solomon the son of david at the pre-financial group which is our place of business uh, we talk to lots and lots of people who are putting money aside or have put money aside for retirement. And uh, one thing that it seems a lot of people don't have a real grasp of is how much their retirement savings is going to produce for them in retirement. Now, it's simple arithmetic mm -hmm. to figure out what it's going to produce for them, but they have no idea. I can recall uh, giving seminars where I've asked people in the uh, group for our seminar, and sometimes there's 20, 30 people there, how many of you have an income plan for your retirement account and frequently nobody raises their hand right so my question would be how long do you you you've been putting money into your retirement account for years in some cases it's grown it's up to a certain amount of money how long do you think you can live on it? And nobody knows. 
one of the things that we try to do is give people an accurate uh, number or feeling for how long you're going to be able to live on this retirement money. And it's, it's kind of crazy, but a lot of people have never even thought about it. Right. Yeah, they've been on uh, really kind of autopilot because um, when you're in the, the accumulation phase, you're working, you're putting you know, so much of your paycheck into a, a, probably a mutual fund through a 401k, and um, you just kind of put it in. And unfortunately, a lot of people just don't think about it. They just put it in something, uh, and then they get ready to retire, and boom, we have X amount of money in a retirement plan. Well, the plan that you've been using to get to that point, um, most of the time is not the correct way to invest for uh, the income phase of your life uh, because the the situation is totally changed. It's actually reversed from what it was prior. And the 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 scary part is um, you mentioned that in seminars and people that we talk to. Um, they don't know what they're invested in and they have no plan at all. Uh, they're just, they're, they, they view it almost like a checking account that, Hey, you know, I've got this much, I'm going to be able to take this much and it's going to last this long. Well, maybe, maybe not. Um, because it depends on what it's invested in, um, and your, uh, withdrawal rate. Yeah. Let's take a break here. It is the Tom Dupree Show. We'll come back to this topic when we come back from our break. It's News Radio 630 WLAP. The news you want to know. In Syria. Chemical attacks. We'll see what happens, folks. The news you need to know. If the president fires. Bob Mueller. Stay in the know. Jim Comey's a liar. Putting his own spin to sell books. With News Radio 630 WLAP. Hi, this is Tom Dupree Jr. Market volatility, it seems like it's definitely with us these days. During times like this, it pays to know what your investment plan is. At Dupree Financial Group, we help retirement investors build dividend-producing portfolios from securities that pay dividends. If that's your plan as a retirement investor, then give us a call at 859-233-0400 or look at our website, at DupreeFinancial.com and check us out on Facebook. That's Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400. And be sure to listen to the Tom Dupree Show Saturday mornings from 8 to 9 right here on News Radio 630 WLAP. That's Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400. WLAP.
Back on the Tom Dupree show. Uh, so I'll tell you about my first Joe Walsh experience. Um, <laughs> in uh, probably 1970, I don't know, 1970 maybe, um, the, the James gang came to Lexington. I went to see them, uh, and their backup band or their opening band was the Hatfield Clan which was a a, ba- a local band, a guy named Rodney Hatfield. And uh, it was in uh, Memorial Coliseum. So that was my first, uh, I guess I was 13. Probably. Wow. And, uh, and anyway, uh, Joe Walsh, uh, you know, th- that was a great concert. It was. I, I bet. The, the James Gang had, uh, they had put out two or three albums at that point. And uh, you know, I could I had all the songs on each one of them memorized. Uh-huh. So. I, I I never knew the James Gang played Memorial Coliseum. They did. That, that just made that place much more legendary to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They played Memorial Coliseum. All right, so back to this uh, topic, uh, which I really want to cover as well as we can. We are here to help individual investors. And uh, one of the things that they have to contend with in retirement is how much can I withdraw from my retirement account over time? How am I going to deal with things like inflation, um, markets, volatility, things like that? Uh, This is something that we have to pay very close attention to. And uh, we have to give it a lot of thought. We have to uh, meet with the clients on a regular basis so that they will have realistic assumptions of, of what they can and cannot do uh, with their money. And, uh, you know, Adarsh, you've got some things here about what's going on with inflation. Uh, you might want to comment on that because – Inflation is something that will subtract from the buying power of the currency every year. Right. So it's funny how, you know, over the last few years, uh, if you remember, we had a financial crisis and then, uh, you know, there was the Federal Reserve that uh, implemented, you know, policy measures which were unprecedented and everyone was talking about inflation at that point you know in 2009 2010 that okay we are going to have crazy inflation hyperinflation uh and that didn't happen uh at that point because you know the economy was contracting uh, a lot of debts were being paid off or or defaulted upon but now you know we are starting to see data that shows that inflation is ticking up again uh, when everyone was like, okay, maybe we won't have inflation. Uh, and surprise, surprisingly, uh, the last three months in a row, we've seen you know increasing inflation. Uh, and over the course of uh, the whole year, we saw inflation go up uh, by 2%, a little over 2%. Uh, so the point is that when inflation starts ticking up... Uh, but what's the driver behind it? What do you think is actually making it tick up 
So the big driver is that unemployment has been going down, which means that, uh, you know, uh, more people have jobs now. You can debate, you know, whether it's really come down or not or how much it's come down. But today, more people have jobs than they did, you know, five, six years ago, which means that, you know, there's more disposable income. People are starting to spend more. Uh, the labor market is tightening, uh, which means wages start going up. Uh, and at the same time, we've seen commodity prices go up, uh, you know, crude prices, copper, all kinds of commodity prices have gone up. Uh, and one of the main drivers of inflation is credit. We are starting people to see more people, uh, you know, borrow, businesses are borrowing. Uh, so all these factors have resulted in inflation ticking up. Um, and that means that your investments uh, will start getting impacted because as interest rates go up, interest rates go up and inflation starts going up that has an impact on uh, your investments. So if you're invested in, say, long-term bonds, you know, they may not perform as well. Uh, but if you're in, in invested in something that is capable of adjusting according to what the inflation rate is, then, you know, that might help you uh, increase your, your income right. along with inflation. And that's what we uh, hope to do. So the main thing that people should think about when they are investing for retirement is will the payout from my investments keep up with inflation yes and it's important because you know i mean everyone thinks that okay they'll get a certain payout from their uh investments but if inflation is higher uh, or goes up then that payout may not be enough to sustain That's your right. standard of living um so the payout also has to match it cannot be a a return it has to be a real return, a return that adjusts that's for inflation. Correct. Yeah, that's correct. So the answer is you may need some growth in there along with the income. Or at least if it's income, it needs to be in things that tend to increase their dividends over time. Right. And you look at the, the proliferation of indexing and the, the lack of uh, study that goes into that investment. Um, okay, so what do, what do you mean by indexing, and how does that affect? So indexing is following, um, you invest in something uh, that follows, that say, the S&P 500. Um, so you have roughly 500, probably less, companies in that index fund. So there's no decision, there's no research in the individual companies. When you're looking at, for something that adjusts for inflation over time, What's the, the, the crux of when you're investing in a company, when you own a share of a company, you are an owner of that company. The, the whole point of a business is you have, you take a dollar of capital, you invest it in the company and you make a return. This is the company itself. Right. Takes that dollar, puts it to work and, and earns more than a dollar. That's, yes. that's the simplest form of, of. That's capitalism. It's capitalism. That's how it works. So when we're looking at companies, we're not looking at it as purely just a, a, a line item. We're, we we want to look at the business that they're in, and is that business able to do, in very simplistic terms, take that dollar and earn more than a dollar on it? Right. And that is what's missing from indexing. 
indexing uh, where, and if you are, are a, a typical investor out there, someone who's got a 401k or some sort of uh, uh, retirement plan that's provided by your company or wherever you work, the chances are you're, you, you have some of your money in what amounts to an index fund. And it's invested in a passive way, meaning that um, they just put the money into whatever the index says it is. There's very little, if any, research being done on the companies that you're buying. So, therefore, you don't have the benefit of any investment research to try to pick the better companies. Because if you invest in an index, you're investing in the good ones and the bad ones all together. Exactly. And you don't know what you're getting, really. You're getting what the market gives you. We tend to believe that you can find things that might be better or at least more suited for what you're trying to do out of the index rather than just putting the money into an index. Right, because with with the index – um, you're you're relying 100% on market returns, which nobody knows what the market returns will be. Um, and as I said, you know, when we started this, the mechanics are different. You're now taking distributions from this. And as Adar said, you have to have something that's going to make up for inflation. And if it's a good company, they should be able to do that uh, because – the the earnings should increase uh, as that happens, and and so should hopefully the stock price. But you don't know. But more importantly, the dividends. Right. Okay, stay with us. Another half hour. We'll talk more about investing for retirement. It's the Tom Dupree Show, News Radio six thirty WAP. Have you noticed how many Subarus there are on the roads of central and eastern Kentucky? <clears throat> With Subarus Go Anywhere symmetrical all-wheel drive kind of makes you wonder how many Subarus are off the roads, doesn't it? More and more people who can afford to drive any car they want are wisely choosing Subaru. Subarus are quite possibly the perfect all-around car and preferred by people of all ages with active lifestyles. Get adventurous. Visit Quantrell today and discover your Subaru. As a marketer, you want to reach everyone. Adults, teens, millennials. But it's not like these groups all hang out in the same place, right? Actually, wrong. They're all right here, listening to radio commercials just like this one. Radio ads connect with 93% of Americans every week. That's more than Google, more than Facebook, more than TV. In fact, radio reaches 20% more millennials than TV. Want more of the people you want to talk to all in one place? You want to get to iHeartMedia.com and get AMFM working for you. Looking for fast, easy, and secure electronic banking? Community Trust has a wide variety of banking services to meet your needs, including internet banking, bill pay, and mobile banking. We now have even more great services like Apple Pay, make payments directly from your smartphone, and People Pay, a fast, easy, secure way to send and receive money from your smartphone. Visit us on the internet to learn more at ctbi.com. That's ctbi.com. Community Trust Bank, building communities built on trust. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. American, British, and French forces carrying out coordinated airstrikes last night in Syria, targeting the Syrian regime's chemical weapons infrastructure, a response to last weekend's suspected chemical weapons attack outside Damascus that killed more than three dozen men, women, and children. The president laying out the mission in a national address last night as the 
precision strikes began. ABC's David Muir is in Beirut. Overnight, President Trump underscoring the horror of the Syrian regime's chemical weapons attack on its own people. These are not the actions of a man. They are crimes of a monster instead. Syrian state media this morning saying that the scientific research center in Barza, north of Damascus, and warehouses belonging to the Syrian army and homes were among those targeted in the attack. And this morning, the president is tweeting, calling it a perfectly executed strike last night and also saying, quote, mission accomplished. I'm Michelle Franzen, ABC News. Our next system is set to arrive as we kick off the weekend. That will bring rounds of showers and thunderstorms across the bluegrass. Some of those storms could be on the stronger side later on this afternoon into this evening. High winds and heavy rainfall would be the main concerns. Otherwise, look for highs to top out in the low 70s. Tonight, showers and storms will continue with overnight lows in the low 60s. For your official weather station, News Radio 630 WLAP, I'm WKYT meteorologist Chris Johnson. Broadcasting live 24-7 from the heart of Big Blue Nation. This is News Radio 630 WLAP, an iHeart Radio station. We hear it all the time. Can you do it? Can you work on my kind of car? Can you diagnose that type of problem? The answer is usually yes. We can do it. We can do it all. We're car guys. That's what we do. We fix cars. But can you do it is not the question you should be asking. The question you should be asking is do I need it? Not every repair needs to be done. At Amco Transmission, we know that you want the peace of mind that what's being done to your car is what needs to be done to your car. We are those guys. Do you need it? That's the conversation I want to be having. Amco Transmissions and Total Car Care. Winchester Road, South Broadway. Monster Jam! See it. Hear it. Feel it. Adrenaline-charged family entertainment. See Gravedigger, Mutant Super Soda, and more. The fun begins at the pit party, where you can meet the drivers, get autographs, take pictures, and see the trucks up close. Get your pit party pass at MonsterJam.com today. Must have valid event tickets to enter pit party. Coming to Rub Arena May 12. Everyone needs hope in their lives, especially the thousands of men, women, and children waiting for life-saving organ transplants. You and everyone can join the Organ Donor Registry at DonateLifeKY.org. Or the next time you renew your driver's license, have the donor heart symbol imprinted on your license. Newborns to those who've been on the waiting list for years are counting on your gift of hope. Please give the gift of hope at DonateLifeKY.org. Brought to you by your Anderson Circuit Clerk, Pamela Robinson, and your Woodford Circuit Clerk, Christy Edwards. 630 WLAP. Back on the Tom DePlee show. Evidently, that Eagles concert was packed the other night, and uh, I heard that there were some pretty drunk people rolling around, too. Well, not, not, as, uh, not as bad as it was three years ago. I think if this was on a Saturday night, it would have been a different story. Uh, three years ago, it was wild. Really? It was absolutely wild. Uh, I, I was telling Mike... Uh, 
that uh, some girl had passed out in the row in front of me. And I said, you know, if I was her husband and paid that much money to take her to a concert and she passed out before the Eagles went on, I'd yeah. be drawing up divorce papers. <laughs> yeah, that would not be good. So there, there are just some people that can handle that and some people that can't. Obviously, yeah. she couldn't. No, obviously but not. Th- this was a lot more enjoyable experience Tuesday night. Yeah. <sighs> well, I didn't go. I probably should go, but I just don't do concerts like that anymore. Used to, but it's been a long well, time. Well, you did the James Gang back in 1970 at the Coliseum. That's Yeah. That speaks that, that volumes was, to me. <laughs> um, at Dupree Financial Group, this is what our firm is. Uh, we are focused very much on retirement. Some of these people at this concert could possibly be our clients. Who knows? We're trying to build portfolios for people that uh, will last throughout retirement and what we were talking about earlier is that so many people have no idea about whether what they've put aside is enough or how much it's going to produce for them in retirement. I would beg you, if you don't know, if nobody's ever told you how much it's going to produce for you over time without liquidating your principal, without liquidating your principal, if you don't know the number on that, give us a call at 233-0400 or uh, email us at, uh, you can email me, tdupree at dupreefinancial.com. We want you to at least know, you can come see us, have a no-obligation, uh, no-cost visit, show us what you've got in your retirement savings, how much you have set aside. And we'll tell you pretty closely uh, how much that that will produce for you during retirement. It's a, it's an easy thing to do. Mm-hmm. It's not something that requires a lot of effort. It doesn't require any commitment on your part. You don't have to uh, commit to do business with us or anything like that. But what we will do is tell you, what it will produce for you. And if you chose to do business with us and become our client, then we'll meet with you every six months to review how it's doing, what it, whether it's doing what it's supposed to be doing or not. Right. When, uh, when we meet with clients, um, some, some, some clients don't want to know all the details on all the holdings. And that's understandable. Yeah. I mean, we, we like to geek out on it and, you know. Tell me what to watch. Tell me how much time it tells rather than how it's built. Exactly. Um, so we, we do that. Um, you know, we'll, we'll still give an overview of what's going on, the 10,000-foot the view of what's in the portfolio. Um, but then we have a lot of clients that are quite good investors uh, in their own right, and we go into, you know, deep dives on the right. holdings. Um, and that's something that uh, you can't do with a fund either because you don't, again, going back to what we were talking about, you don't know what's inside of right. the fund. Um, but we can tell you. Mutual as, fund. In, yes. Uh, in as much detail as you want what's in the portfolio and why it's in there. Adarsh, there's been a whole lot of uh, – 
turbulence in the stock market. There's been a lot of volatility, up and down action. In fact, uh, Mr. Bogle, who basically helped invent indexing and index funds, says he's never seen anything like it. Does this present problems for investors or opportunities? Well, uh, you know, that reminds me of a saying that a every problem comes with opportunity. So, yes, it is a problem in the sense that it it's unnerving. You know, it, it might lead people to make wrong decisions. But at the same time, uh, you know, when the market drops like it has, uh, you know, it also presents a lot of opportunities. So there are some great businesses which, you know, we're trading at higher valuations. They're trading at lower valuations now. The market as a whole is trading at a lower valuation. So I'd, I'd look at it as an opportunity. Uh, even if you are uh, retired, if you're relying on income, uh, it, it means that, you know, you can uh, buy things that pay a higher dividend now than they used to just a few months ago. Uh, so I, I'd look at it as an opportunity uh, and not a problem. So why would you look at it that way? I mean, because of the ability to buy things at a good price? Yes, so depending on your situation, uh, you know, if you are an investor and you don't need that income, then you can reinvest your dividends, or if you're making contributions, you can make contributions at a lower price now that the market's pulled back. Right. Uh, if you are already retired and relying on income, then uh, you can revisit your portfolio and uh, you know now there are things which because they have dropped there's an inverse relationship between the dividend yield or the interest and the price of the uh, security so as a stock drops in price the the dividend that it yields goes up so you can revisit your portfolio and maybe uh, make some changes that will result in you getting a higher uh, right. yield and hence a higher in income uh, so from that point of view, it can be an opportunity. And, and another thing, you know, looking at the big picture, given that the market rose rapidly before this drop, you know, we saw two years of very low volatility. And then in January, we saw a crazy rise, you know, like a 7% rise in just a few weeks. Given that it dropped, I think it's healthy for, uh, you know, uh, the market in the long run. Usually when the market drops like this, it means that, you know, it's uh, it's setting up to perhaps go up again. You know, if market just keeps rising, then that's scarier because that's when we yeah. can have, you know, drops like we did in the late 90s or 1987. So you you put in, in here uh, a Wall Street Journal article, surprising cry from an index fund, index firm, go active. So, so State Street Bank which is known for indexing, meaning they just invest with the market. They don't try to pick winners or losers in the stock market. They are actually telling their clients to begin to take some money out of indexes and put it with active managers, managers who actually pick stocks, like what we do at the pre-financial group. Um, why is that surprising? Well, the biggest surprise, I think, to a lot of investors who invest in index funds is 
the notion that you are investing in a diversified manner when you invest in an index fund. But what you're really doing is when you invest in an S&P 500 fund, for example, you are really concentrated in like the top 10 stocks uh, that are the biggest stocks uh, in the index. So in the case of the S&P 500, you know, that's your Amazon, your Google, Apple, Facebook. Um, so Netflix. Netflix. So there is a certain amount of concentration. Uh, the biggest companies have the highest weighting in an index. Uh, so when those companies are out of favor, like we've seen here re recently, tech stocks have pulled back. You, as an index investor, uh, you know, are bearing the brunt. You know, you, you see volatility. You know, people thought, oh, index, it's safe, it's diversified, it won't go up and down as much. But no, I mean, indexes can drop and they have dropped. Uh, and then the second thing is that um, indexing or investing in indexes becomes a momentum play because when you buy an index and when an index fund manager buys stocks in the index, they're just buying as certain stocks go up, they have to keep buying those stocks to maintain the weightage that, that the stocks have in that index, which means that when these stocks go up, you know, you keep buying more and you keep, you know, uh, there's upward momentum. But when that turns around, there's downward yeah. momentum. They have to sell more of those same stocks that they were buying. Right. Uh, so that uh, results in, uh, you know, just more selling, more, more dropping. Yes. So now, you know, State Street, which is a big index fund manager, they are saying that in certain environments like we are in right now when the market is just extremely volatile, which means it's going up and down a lot and it's gone down overall. Um, it might make more sense not to be completely passive, but to look at areas. They say certain areas are going to benefit because of the new tax bill, uh, tax law. Um, you know, so maybe look at that uh, or look at things which haven't moved up and are not as expensive as some of these top uh, uh holdings in, in the index. Right. Um, I would simply say that you have to know what you own. That's the important thing, knowing what you own. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about the kind of things we buy for people and uh, why we buy the things we do. Stay with us. You're listening to the Tom Dupree Show. It's News Radio 630 WLAP. Alexa, play WLAP on the iHeartRadio app. You can do that on any smart speaker. Try it. If your smart speaker can hear you, you can hear us. Just ask. For News Radio 630 WLAP. Hi, this is Tom Dupree Jr. Market volatility. It seems like it's definitely with us these days. During times like this, it pays to know what your investment plan is. At Dupree Financial Group, we help retirement investors build dividend-producing portfolios from securities that pay dividends. If that's your plan as a retirement investor, then give us a call at 859-233-0400 or look at our website at DupreeFinancial.com and check us out on Facebook. That's Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400 and be sure to listen to the Tom Dupree Show Saturday mornings from 8 to 9 right here on News Radio 630. 
WLAP. That's the Pre-Financial Group at 859-233-0400. 630-WLAP. So if we're investing for retirement and we're, we're trying to stay away from an indexing approach, which means you're just putting your, you're really not using any imagination. You're not using any research. You're not doing anything other than putting your marbles all in a, the basket with everybody else. You're investing exactly the same way as almost 90% of uh, other equity investors are doing. If you choose particular stocks, bonds, different types of uh, uh, securities for your investment portfolio, what kind of thing are you doing? In the case of uh, Dupree Financial Group, what kind of things are we investing our clients in? So <clears throat> the, the simplest answer is companies that – make something or provide uh, some service um, that they might be the leader in that uh, business. Um, it's a business that's hard for new competitors to get in. All of that leads to better pricing ability uh, in that area that they're in. Um, that could be real estate. Um, it could be insurance. Um, uh, a number, uh, leasing companies, financials, um, a number of different businesses. But the thing we're looking for from a 10,000-foot view is, is it a good business in general, and does the company have what's called a moat around it where it makes it difficult for other companies to come in and compete? Right. Right. Uh, the key, you know, is consistency, uh, Especially once you are in retirement and you start relying on that income from your investments, it's extremely important that that income remains consistent and it grows over time. So, you know, we look for companies uh, that have stable cash flows and that have a history of, you know, raising their dividends over time. Right. And so we're looking at things that produce more dividend and more income than the index itself will. Now, are we giving up some growth in the process of doing that? Potentially. Yeah. Potentially. Not necessarily. It, it depends <laughs> Depends on the time frame. Um, right. Long term, most of the growth of the S&P 500 comes from dividends. Really? O over the big picture. Um, so it, it depends on the on the horizon. Um, so if you own something that produces more in terms of dividends, there's a good chance you can do quite well 
just from the dividends and the and the reinvestment of the dividends. Right. And, and because when we're buying a company, yes, we, we want the dividends. That's that's the backbone of what we're looking for. But we're also hoping for growth, you know, price appreciation over time. Uh, but we don't know how quickly that'll come uh, or even if it'll come. Um, right. But it, 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 it gives – it puts time on our side because time – when you're in retirement and you're taking distributions, time is now working against you. Right. Time is your friend when you're in the accumulation phase. So, well, what I will say again, and I said it earlier, if you have a retirement plan, whether it be a 401K, could be a 403B, a large IRA, something that you've accumulated, and you don't have a plan for how you're going to take income from it, please give us a call. Two three three zero four hundred. One of the things that we can do is review that with you, and give you some ideas about how you might take the income from that over time. Uh, it's uh, it's important that you understand that a, that an IRA or a four hundred one k or some sort of investment vehicle like that is designed to be not only an accumulation vehicle, but a withdrawal vehicle. And when you're withdrawing from it, it may require a different type of investment plan than you used when you were accumulating in it. Mm -hmm. Well, and a 401k, 403b, IRA, you're guaranteed that it will be a distribution unit at some point at, at eight, seven, 70 and a half. Uh, it will be a distribution. It's required to. Right. Um, so even if you're not needing the income, uh, you, you're required to take a distribution, usually starting in the around 3.5%. Um, so that will happen yep. uh, at some point. Um, but it, it's income production, um, that's, that, that's the backbone of what we're looking at. Yes, with growth as a secondary thing because what we're trying to do is produce income in such a way that will keep you from having to liquidate your principal. And if you're liquidating your principal, especially in a down market, you could increase your chances of, of running out of money a lot quicker. Right. And we'll, when you come in to see us, um, we'll be brutally honest with you. Yeah. Um, I mean, We've, we've sat down with people that uh, other places have told them, you can take this and this, you know, a certain amount, and we'll tell you that, hey, maybe that's not the case. I mean, we, we will give you an honest appraisal of where you are. Right. That's the thing that you need. You need to have somebody tell you in an honest manner what it is you've got, what you can expect to it to produce for you over time what it's not going to do for you you know in many cases i've told people go ahead and keep your day job because you're going to need income you don't need to be retiring right now we see some people retiring in their 60s and and uh even earlier and to me that just is insanity it doesn't make sense because you're going to need an outside source of income to see you through uh, if your investments don't produce enough for you. 
some people think they're going to be able to just live off their investments the same way they were. And one of the things we will do is we'll tell you, you don't have enough money set aside to completely retire from having an outside income. Right. And the, the scary part is uh, um, health care costs, you know, going forward. And that, that affects everybody. And um, that's, that's something that it's, it's hard to plan for. And the early you are when you retire, the longer that money has to last you in retirement. And so the distribution early on typically should be a lower amount. Um, you know, if you're in your 50s and you say you want to retire, well, you're going to need to adjust that uh, withdrawal rate uh, because that money's going to have to last you possibly, you know, 30, 40 years. Yeah, it could last. It, it, and, and if you're taking money from the principal, it's going to run out a lot quicker. Right. That's exactly right. The, the thing we want to avoid is being forced to liquidate shares of the holdings in the portfolio to generate that income. Yeah. We don't want to eat the seed corn, so to speak. <laughs> right. And another thing, you know, which is often overlooked, but uh, when you work with uh, a financial advisor, you know, there are times when markets get scary, like, you know, they have been here recently. And during those times, uh, you know, a financial advisor can uh, help you deal with your emotions or prevent you from, you know, making bad moves or wrong moves during, uh, you know, volatile times. Uh, so that can also be crucial, you know, uh, during retirement that you don't deviate from your long-term plan. Right. Yeah, that can be very helpful. And to keep you from kind of jumping off the cliff, and doing something foolish because some people have pulled all their money to the sidelines and sat in cash for the last seven years, which wasn't helpful to them or their retirement plan. Right, right. And sitting down, having that discussion, that's that's why we have a team approach too because it we believe that strengthens our decision-making, having multiple views, um, ideas coming in, um, and that helps us. Uh, you know, keep our emotions in check, and uh, we believe that trickles through uh, directly to our clients. Our clients. So, if you don't know what's in your retirement plan, and you don't know how you're going to withdraw money from it, call us two three three zero four hundred. Leave us a message. This is something that we believe every retirement investor should understand fully, and it doesn't matter if it's a large or a small plan. If you have no idea how you're going to withdraw from it over time, you're in a bad spot. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Tom Dupree Show, News Radio 630 WLAP.